0: You are listening to episode 73 of With Heart and Wonder. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about transitions. In part, because I think we have this cultural obsession with the idea of a smooth transition. And quite frankly, I feel like we need to unpack that and invite in a new way of thinking about our relationships with transitions. The other reason that this episode felt right today is because I have been smack dab in the middle of so many transitions myself, whether it's this two and a half year healing journey that I've been on with PTSD and non-epileptic seizures, or the transition I've been in in the last year in work as I shift from the world of mostly teaching yoga to life coaching or even just the transition that I feel like I'm in with this very podcast as I feel into the next chapter. If that sounds ominous, don't worry. I've got an exciting announcement at the end of this episode. But back to all these transitions. Let me tell you, none of these transitions that I am in right now and have been in for the last weeks, months, years, none of them have felt smooth. They've in fact felt quite sticky, confusing, heart-wrenching, kind of gut-twistingly uncomfortable, and downright topsy-turvy at times. And this might seem like a radical thought, but I don't actually think that's a bad thing. Stay with me. The idea of a smooth transition feels flawed to me. Like, I kind of get it if we are talking about watching a play or a musical And how amazing it is to have this seamless transition. Or if you're in an airport and something unexpected happens, a smooth transition can feel really comforting. But here's the thing. In those examples, we're talking about a performance. It might look like a smooth transition, but that smooth transition that we observe has likely taken a whole lot of work and effort on the part of those performing. And even though it looks smooth to us, it might not feel smooth to the people who are in it. There's a bit of an art to making a transition look smooth. In life is not a performance. When it comes to life transitions like a beginning, an ending, or an evolution in a relationship, a career, a personal development journey, even just a new routine, I honestly I don't think it's all that possible for a transition to be completely smooth. There might be elements that feel smooth. But the very nature of a transition is that there is a recalibration that is happening. Meaning, transitions are in fact naturally destabilizing. As human beings, we are hardwired to seek safety and control. We do our best to try and control and force and mold transitions into how we want them to go. But I've been thinking a lot lately, like, can we really think our way out of a transition or plan our way out of a transition? I'm honestly not sure. But my instinct is that we need to feel our way through a transition. And part of that process of feeling involves letting ourselves be in it, giving ourselves time and space for that recalibration that is wanting to happen within us. That realignment that is trying to happen. Even if it feels tumultuous, giving space for that to happen so that eventually we might find that smoother feeling in our bodies. But that's not going to happen right away. And I actually think that's a good thing. Because as much as transitions can feel pretty painful when we are in them, a life without transitions is both A, not possible, and B, I would argue not that desirable. It's in those destabilizing moments of transition where we are shaken out of our habitual rhythms and our ruts, our normal ways of thinking. It's in the transitions where we create space for deepening into ourselves, our values, and that deep realignment. I think transitions offer us this opportunity to realign with our truth and to realign our priorities with what it is that we really want in this thing called life. And I think that's why they're so difficult. Because questions of priorities and values are not easy questions. They involve saying no to things. And they shift and evolve and demand this type of deep, continual reflection about what it is that we want. We don't always make time for that type of deep, continual reflection. But if we're willing to pay attention and get curious, to approach transitions with a whole lot of heart and wonder, I also believe with every cell of my being that they can be the richest learning opportunity. Because how we show up for ourselves in the transitions, it matters. And it reveals so much about us, our gifts, our talents, where we might need to grow next. In the last episode, episode 72, my sister Becca joined me for a conversation debriefing, a talk that we went to with Elizabeth Gilbert on creativities and boundaries. And actually, the main argument of the talk was that if we could learn to embody one word it would create the revolution that we need and the world need needs and that one word was relaxation for relaxation to be possible liz argued three things were needed priorities boundaries and mysticism one of the things that beckett and i talked about in this last episode is that it's really hard to relax when you have expectations. And that part of what can be challenging about relaxation is that it, in fact, demands a release of expectations and a release of control. So let's bring this back to transitions. We go into transitions with an expectation, most of the time, I think, that they will be smooth sailing, that it will be this smooth transition or that we can create a smooth transition. And so often when the waters end up being rocky, when we experience an emotional roller coaster or those moments where we feel lost, like we can't see where we're going anymore, we assume that that means we did something wrong or that there's something wrong with us. I do this all the time. In preparing for a transition, I always give myself just enough bandwidth to do the thing, as if it's a walk in the park. And then when it isn't, which truthfully is almost all the time because transitions are naturally destabilizing, they shake us up. I get into these awful shame spirals where I beat myself up about making a wrong choice, Or I sink into this story that there must be something wrong with me. And eventually I find my way out. But it's like a vortex. (laughs) A vortex that is so depleting, so draining, and really doesn't serve me. So what if, instead of expecting smooth sailing, we gave ourselves more grace and space by anticipating that there will in fact be waves? probably a whole lot of them, that the sea is not going to be totally smooth, but that it will be stormy, and it might be hard to see clearly sometimes, that that is all part of this journey, and the best way that we can prepare for it is not by trying to control everything, but in fact, by releasing expectations, by relaxing into the idea that we can ride the waves. In my own life, I'm practicing seeing transitions as a gift, as an invitation for realignment, getting clear on my priorities, my boundaries, and relaxing into the unknown. I'm practicing, and I say practicing because it is absolutely a work in progress. I'm practicing reminding myself that there are going to be waves. But instead of giving up when those waves appear because the waters aren't smooth, I'm going to learn to ride them, to relax into them. And this one, this is like really important for me. I'm going to give myself a whole lot of grace and space so that I can relax into the waves. Because I lived so much of my life trying to rush through transitions trying to get them over as quickly as possible, like ripping a Band-Aid off. But what happens if I give myself permission to linger in them, to relax into them, to ride the waves? It's a thousand percent, like not easy to let go of control. But without a doubt, I know that it's worth it. That the moments when I've done this in the past, have presented this opportunity to find my way back to a version of me that feels so aligned with my truth, my values, my priorities. So I want this to be an invitation to get curious about your own relationship with Transitions. And if nothing else, let this be a reminder that if you are experiencing a transition in your life, or maybe more likely many transitions since they tend to come in swarms all at once, please, please, please know that if it doesn't feel smooth or easy or like a walk in the park, it doesn't mean that there is something wrong with you or that you have done anything wrong. You're simply in it. And you're not alone. Transitions, as much as we see this performance of smooth transitions around us, transitions are hard. They're hard for all of us, but they can also be such a gift. And my wish for you is a whole lot of grace and space as you journey through whatever process you're in of recalibration. Here's to releasing the timelines, the expectations, the need to rush through transitions as quickly as we can. Here's to riding the waves and relaxing into what's possible. Here's to letting transitions be a catalyst for finding even more clarity, compassion, and curiosity than we thought was possible on this roller coaster of life. You've got this. And I'm here, as always, cheering you on every step of the way. Now, before you go today, I wanted to share one quick announcement for you. And oh my gosh, it's an exciting one, in my opinion. This month marks the first ever With Heart and Wonder podcast listener survey and gratitude giveaway. It's a mouthful. (laughs) Here's what you need to know. I'm in this transition right now, feeling into the future of this podcast. Don't worry, it's not going anywhere. If anything, this moment marks even more of a deepening of my commitment to the show and to this community. But as I'm in this process of visioning for the future, I want you to be a part of it. I would so love to hear your thoughts and also to shower you with love. So I designed a listener survey and a giveaway. For the whole month of May, you can head to meganjohnston.com podcastsurvey podcast survey, and you can do super quick, fun survey and have a chance to be entered into a giveaway for some pretty incredible prizes, including a personal retreat package with me, as well as one-on-one life coaching sessions. I take feedback super seriously, and I cannot wait to hear what you have to say And please know that I will take your words to heart and use them as best I can to make this show even better. So once again, the link for that survey and for the giveaway is megajohnston.com slash podcast survey. I truly can't wait to hear what you have to say. And I am equally so excited to shower some giveaway winners with a whole lot of love. Until we meet again keep living with heart and wonder.